You are now tuned in to the Room 303 podcast. Where else would you rather be than in Room 303? What's up, fellas? Welcome back. What's up, man? Welcome back. We took a little hiatus, you know. You know, I had to work through some some stuff. Oh, you back? Full in the flesh. How y'all feeling? Blessed and highly flavored, boys. (laughs) Uh... Last semester was was some was a little tough, but we 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 persevered, you know. We made it through. What about y'all? Uh, man, towards the end, it was kind of crazy. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened, but we got through it. Yeah, same. Busy, busy. You know, stuff got crazy, like Darius said, but we're still pushing through it, trying to get through this last semester or two. Yeah, man. Graduation in May. How y'all feeling? And it just kind of blew by. Like, I closed my eyes, like, sophomore year, and now it's senior year. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, man. Turn it up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's get started, man. College life so far has been, has some ups and downs. More ups than downs to an extent, you know, but, you know. We got to get ourselves together. Uh, dang. I like college in my life, man. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it, too. Yeah. You know, still got one more year. <laughs> I mean, just take in every moment you got right now, bro. Hell, yeah. For the viewers out there, your boy Darrell decided to take off this semester for personal reasons. We'll explain it more later in the episode. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, y'all got any goals for this year, you know? I mean, I know we hadn't had an episode for the new year, but, like, <laughs> y'all got any goals for 2022, you know? Hmm. Me for one. Well, you want to go? No, go you ahead. go. All right. So, for me for one, uh, this year is all about putting myself first before anybody else now. And and by that, I mean, I realized that, with certain people, they, they come to you because they know that you're that strong shorty they can lean on and somebody they can rely on as as well. But also, I was reading something on Twitter. It was like, you have people who, you know, that you can... But as I was saying, <laughs> um, I was reading something on Twitter and it was like, uh, I've always been that friend that people can... People like to brag on and like, oh, you do so much and you 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 do that and you do this and like I can always lean on you, but you have to realize that some of those people you can't say the same about them, and it made me think, who can I say the same about that? Like you can talk all this goodness and preach this about me to other people, but if I can't do the same thing to you, then what kind of value or meaning do you have in my life? So by putting myself forward, I mean if you're not with me. Uh, you're not trying to build me up or build each other up, then you just, I'm about to let you go. Simple as that. Yeah, I feel that 100%, bro. Protecting my peace at all costs. So one of my goals is, what well, the main one is stop. Remember to put myself first because, you know, I'm tired of being on the back burner. That little pot of grease left over, you know? <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um I agree for sure um, with what Darrell just said. And, you know, that's, you know, on, on like a similar track with that, my goal for this year is really been just to, you know, sort of stop fighting things and to stop chasing things and then just sort of like 
let stuff just come to me because, you know, and that's not to say, like, you know, stop working hard and stop chasing, you know, your goals and your dreams. But, you know, at a certain point, you you got to have, you know, I guess, like the confidence to say that, you know, I, I put in the work that I needed to over the last several years to get to this point or, you know, in whatever you're doing. For me, if it's school and I'm trying to graduate this May, you know, I know that I've gotten I've worked hard to get to this point. And I've just got to, you know, put all that above me and, and put, you know, my trust in myself and, and my work that I've done. So and, you know, hope that, uh, you know, big things are coming in the future. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'll go. So um, I don't really have any goals for this year, just more of like a to-do list in a way. Uh, I'm not going to tell you my to-do list because that's private. But <laughs> I will say that, uh, you know, I already kind of, I don't know, like, I guess I'm not really looking. Well, I'm taking, you know, step by step with everything, you know. I had to slow down because, you know, I'm so much trying to look at where I got to be at next instead of, like, where I'm at. So, uh, yeah, I just had to start kind of just, like, breaking it down and just, you know, so I made a to-do list for this year. Because I know where I'm going to be at, top of the world type stuff, you know, king of the world. But to get there, I got to, you know, take it step by step. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of made a to-do list for this new year. <clears throat> My goal for, I don't know if it's for 2022 or just, like, maybe in a few years, but trying to get into grad school, man. Trying to do the psychology thing that I've been talking to people about. My goal for right now, I guess, is to find a good internship that'll lead me to a good paying job after college. My goal for next week is to throw a party. <laughs> or like get my DJ and or get it like a DJ gig somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. I like it, I like it. Which is why I asked if you guys know anybody at the boot, the palms, whatever, any bar, let me know. Got you. At the boot, at the palms. <laughs> hey, you know, let them know in the comments. We need DJ, uh, DJ Phoenix in the booth. Well, uh, my goals really, um, really in 2020, I wrote a lot of stuff down that I wanted to accomplish within these next few years. Like when I was a sophomore, like you know, through the throughout the pandemic, and like everything I pretty much wrote down has really been coming into fruition for me. It's been crazy. Like, I, I look back, I'm like, wow, I really accomplished a lot. And that says something. Like, once you put the work in, put your head down and work, that you can really do whatever you want to do and achieve what you want to achieve. So, yeah, really just standing on what I've been, uh, what I wrote down back then and just keep accomplishing that. Do you have an example of anything you wrote down that you want to share to the people? Well, like, um, really gain more connections, you know what I'm saying, and also networking more. So, like, on LinkedIn, I just, like, a couple of weeks ago, I passed, like, 500-plus connections, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to do that, you know, reach out to people more and try to establish myself in the tech industry, man. That's what that's my main goal, you know? So I've been working on that. If you need connections on LinkedIn, we got you. <laughs> I'm glad it's kind of hot in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hot in this studio. But moving on to the next topic at hand, Rap Cap. <laughs> what is Rap Cap, Darrell? What is Rap Cap? Rap Cap, in our definition, is these phony rappers and the lies they tell the public and the media. 
So, for instance, my dude YK Osiris, you in debt and you you running your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not in debt no more supposedly, but you you running your mouth and you doing all this and all that. That's the first person that <laughs> that's the first person that popped in my head. But you you running your mouth and I got this, I got that, and you you got IOUs all over the damn place. Oh, man. So it's like, and what, what what you really about? Are you really about that? Are you really about your bag? <laughs> Come on now, like let's be real. Are you really about that? But um. What's y'all take on this? You know, I'm not a big rap fan. I mean, a uh, dude did pay off a 60k debt just by singing. Then he, yeah, then he sing the Drake, bro. He sang the Drake at his house. At his house. <laughs> yeah. What kind of romance is that? Then Drake demand him. <laughs> he really, he like put him on the spot. I don't know if it was for like his Instagram live or his story, but Drake was just like pulled out the camera and told this man to sing for 60k, <laughs> and he did it. Oh, Never a day in my life would I ever think Jerk would be demanding somebody to do something. I'm gonna be honest; that's the last person I would have thought. I feel like Drake is kind of a greedy dude, though, bro. Greedy. Drake is greedy yeah. as hell. I believe it. I mean, once when you reach that millionaire and billionaire status, they all greedy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I feel like I feel like Drake just got to be like really good at what he does, which is you know finding rappers and musicians or whatever the next wave is, and like jumping on it right before it blows, so that way you know Drake is automatically associated with that rapper, whatever that wave is. Like, I mean, you guys know Drake will you know over like the course of his albums have a different accent on like each album you know some of them he's british drake some of them he's canadian drake <laughs> sometimes you get a drake from atlanta you know so i mean i feel like drake's just really good at at that sort of like marketing for himself and that kind of just like builds up and it never really ends i mean there's always going to be a next wave so as long as drake's making music and keeps jumping on onto the next wave he's going to keep keep growing that business Do you I guys feel that. you guys think drake is capping then no Nah, 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 nah. Back to the the phony ones. So, all right, g give some examples for the folks. Well, I'm not okay. So this is what I had to say about the Drake cabin. Okay, oh. it was a verse that they said he did cap about about that scissor <laughs> verse, but I'm not sure because he said what he said scissor and oh well, scissor yeah, in oh nine oh eight oh eight oh yeah yeah. She, she was definitely underage at that point. She definitely so was something. Either yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cap. So oh. I'm just say that. <laughs> How old was Drake in oh eight? Wasn't he still on Degrassi back then? Mm, no, I think no, he left. I think Degrassi uh, was, was over by then. Oh eight was when he was coming onto the scene. Yeah, he mm -hmm. dropped his f couple couple first tapes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Drake's age. I think that's when he met Wayne. I think that's when he met Drake, Wayne. Drake was 22 in 2008. He was over the legal. That's crazy. Mm. Mm. And SZA was, well, I mean, she was legal. She was about 19. So not too far off, but you know. Hey, teach his own. Not me, though. But come on, man. Who these phony rappers is, bro? Put Man, me on game. I want to talk about Future being a phony rapper. And only because I remember when, like, the story had came out. We were, like, probably in high school or something. No, and, like, for those who don't, who may not know, maybe some of our older listeners, Future is famous for rapping about doing all kinds of drugs from lean to, you know, smoking or whatever. And it came out that... You know, and, and, and that's all that he pretty much raps about that and being toxic. But it came out that he doesn't actually partake in, you know, nearly as much of, you know, the drugs and partying and all of that that he raps about. 
and that he really lives more of like a chill lifestyle. So um, I thought that was, you know, pretty shocking back then, at least, you know, to find out that Future wasn't really about all that. What do you guys think? I mean, you got to cater to your audience. That's I mean, that's what I feel like with these phony rappers. They cater into an audience who they going It's like like we said, it's all about the money. Money's the motive. But you got to you got to say what you got to say. Put that in your verses to get who you want. I mean, yeah, it is. Like with rapping nowadays, it re- it really is entertainment, bro. <laughs> yeah, really. Because um, yeah, once you built the fan base, you gotta be able to keep that fan base. Hell yeah, and cater to them. So that's that's what bring, bring in the money too, the streams and everything else. I know one rapper off the top of my head again, who was uh, just phony. I just don't like him at all. I don't know why people. Mess with dude, but I really hate Takashi Six Nine, and hate is a strong word. I I know we're not supposed to use it like that, but I strongly dislike this man, it, for a numerous of reasons. First of all, you shouldn't be saying nigga. I don't know who gave you that card. That's for one. Two, I, I the stuff he says is just cringe to me, you know, and just like I mean he. You put on the street, you put on this image as you so tough with all these tattoos of your face and your rainbow color hair. Which I don't see how that goes together. I mean, hey, that's your that's your image, but you know, that's one person I just know is just is just the bars and the lifestyle just does not match at all. So for me, uh, it's not really just an artist, but like I guess kind of just like the phony rap cap in itself is kind of like I don't know. It was like we, we was talking about like money is the motive for like this grab cap and stuff, and I think that's kind of like what we're kind of missing with the art itself now. Because like definitely when uh, I guess when they so like some artists come out with you know a song or that album that's like actually personal with them, and that's probably like their best. And that's just because they're actually telling the truth and they're actually <laughs> like you know creating art instead of just creating money. You know, and I think that's what, like, we're missing now, especially with this new generation. Like, we have a few of them who, like, you know, tell a story and be personal with themselves. But instead, you got, like, I don't know. And it kind of goes back to, it kind of goes to a topic that we're going to talk about later. But it's kind of like people don't, like, these rappers now, they have to wear this facade, try to not be vulnerable with themselves. Mm -hmm. And so they have to kind of, like, you know. Like cap, like <laughs> like they trying to cap, and they just like you know, and and the thing is like I don't, I'm not gonna hate on it because like that's the way to provide. So like I'm not gonna hate on that, but like yeah, it's we're we're definitely missing the art out of music because of that. So yeah, yeah, can you, like who who did you who did you uh see that would um that would be one of those rappers? You know what I'm saying? That's phony. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, like like majority of the new generation, like all of them, because you know we still have a few, and I, you can tell the few that's gonna like last longer than the rest of them, and you know still gonna like have that consistent relevancy and all that. But like, yeah, like majority of the like new rappers, and some of the some of the always like I'm not like I can't name them all, <laughs> but I'm not going to name them all either, because that's probably like a long list. But <laughs> like, like yeah, give us two or three. Like you know, it was just a lot of cap. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, to add on what Ryan's saying, like, there could be somebody like Corday, for example. One of the, he's a dope ass MC, you know what I'm saying? He has all the cosigns, writes all his bars and whatnot. 
and he doesn't get as much praise just because he doesn't have all this hype around him that all these mainstream artists have and really the music industry is just a numbers game now if i look at it yeah. and speaking about corday uh and you can and that's somebody you can tell that's going to have longevity and that's not just because like you know people like you no know, people are acting like they don't like his album as much you know they, yeah it did flop i yeah, think they it's flop but even though like you know his his last two uh projects kind of like wasn't as good it wasn't as hype the people that's been on his projects is mm-hmm. the reason why he's going to have longevity cuz he's not capping in none of his stuff and he's actually speaking from his heart and they can tell that like the older artists yeah. cuz he has like Stevie Wonder Nas um somebody else but yeah like, I think Jadakiss co-signed yeah, him Yeah Jadakiss co-signed him so yeah he's and Dr. Dre co-signed him too so Yeah for sure Yeah he's going he's going to last <laughs> Yeah I like Corday You can't really not like Corday except that <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else for? Okay. I spoke my piece. <laughs> I spoke my piece. <laughs> All right, now you already already know who I don't like. <laughs> Phony ass. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, I guess yeah. just be careful what these people say, cause yeah, don't take it off for it's a hundred percent true. With, with a grain of salt. Definitely take it with a grain of salt for real. It's all just for entertainment. It is. It's entertainment, and a lot of it is, you know, an act. You know, because I mean, at a certain point, if if you want to, if you're an artist and you want to keep up your fan base and keep those streams coming in, you know, you've got yeah. So you got to, you know, you got to keep, you know, we're doing what you're doing. Keep um keep up with that act, and or you know, even if it's not an act per se, like I don't want to call people completely phony or fake, but you know, part of it is a little exaggerated, and that's part of just what keeps the business going. So. You know, that's why I don't want to rip too much on people, you know, being phony rappers or capping. Because a lot of it is just business. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah, most of them mamas and grandma babies, for real. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all it is to it. That's all it is to it, man. Raised with some sense, thank God. Yeah. But, you know, moving on. Moving on to the next topic at hand. Uh, let's talk about it. The elephant in the room, mental health. But not just within our community, but specifically black men. So how many of y'all, well, it may not be the same for all of us, but we were raised as a black man, young black man to be strong and like our, our, our feelings are something that we are not supposed to publicly pour out or, you know, we're supposed to gatekeep that. Because, you know, Growing up, you know, boys not supposed to cry, supposed to be tough, keep it together, you know. And, and, but in reality, it's really causing some harm and some and some and some pressure and some issues within our within our communities because we're portraying our young black men and older men, you know, from a young age that your emotions don't matter. You're not supposed to cry. You're supposed to be a man. Men don't cry, but. Think about that. You building all these emotions up over the course of shit. He coming to like consciousness in about three, four years old. Yeah. You building it up to for, to adulthood. That's a lot you you have hold held in. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is something that we need to discuss. So what's y'all take on? I know for me, for instance, growing up, my dad is very is a very patriarch. Patriarch man, you know, mm-hmm. strong man. I take care of the house, you know, and I give him credit for that. 
And, you know, and I, I won't fault him for that because that's just how he was. He was raised. But as I got older and, you know, wrenching myself off into different environments and coming to school and stuff like that, I realized, like, damn, maybe I should have shed a couple of tears. You know, maybe I should have expressed my emotions more. Maybe I should have told him how I actually felt instead of bottling it up. Mm-hmm. Because all in all, going back to it, it messes with you. Yeah. Big time. So, like, you know, I was taught, like, you know, Hold them tears in, fight it back. You're going to be good. Shake it off. Things get better. Pray about it. What about y'all? Yeah, that's the same thing. Um, going off of you, Darrell, like, my dad the same way. <laughs> be tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, it's going to be all right. But, like, as I got older, I realized the same way. Like, I was like, man, like, I waited. T- oh. I waited till like, it got bottled up and I couldn't. Take take it in no more, and then just it came out in some type of way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I really didn't know how to control that, and I'm figuring out how to do that as as I'm getting older. You know, like talking about it more with my family or, or whoever I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And um, expressing that even even with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like even talking with y'all sometimes. And uh, if I don't talk to my parents or anybody else, I talk with y'all. Yeah, I mean, like I I I feel like we all in the same pictures, but. This is by far, like, a friend group that I know. If I need somebody to talk to about anything to vent to, I have a listening ear. And I appreciate that, for sure. Because everybody in this room know Darrell in college has been a rough journey. <laughs> From the first week to now. And, you know. I mean, we all had our ups and downs in college, yeah. bro. I'll be the one to tell you, bro. I had a mental breakdown, bro. My freshman year. For real. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't nothing nice. <laughs> But I talked to I talked to you you guys about that. You know what I'm saying? I I was able to express that to you guys. <laughs> so yeah, um uh for me, I guess just the understanding of just mental health in general is like I guess kind of like what I was saying back uh for the first topic just like having that vulnerability and being able to just express yourself. Instead of, like, you know, what you guys was talking about, like, being able to, like, instead of store your feelings in. Because um, I would say I have learned to uh, understand that myself, but just not just understanding my feelings, but other feelings, other people's feelings around me as well. And just being able to, like, kind of be, be able to learn through other people's emotions about my emotions as well. Being able to, you know, uh, kind of just get an understanding of yourself and it's a and, it's, and that's what I would say. Like just like you said, like we're able to just talk to each other and stuff, and like mm-hmm. get our emotions and stuff. It's very important, even if you can't find like because people would say like straight up like go to a therapist. Therapist works. We're all not going to go to a therapist. <laughs> like not all of us is going to like trust somebody to you know talk. You know like be able to just talk to this stranger right. and all that. And even though like I understand they're like you know licensed and everything, and therapists might work, but for some of us, we don't feel like that, and it's just good to have like, uh, just people around that you able to you know talk to and like you know tell your emotions to and stuff. So, yeah, I think uh, think for like mental health in men and stuff, it's just important like to have a group of people that you're able to talk to and just be able to like express your feelings because you guys like are people that I can talk to. There's a few other people at this campus I can talk to as well as like you know my family and stuff. So. 
yeah, it's just important to just have that support and space that you can talk to, talk, you know, talk in. With everything that these guys are saying, uh, the earlier you implement this stuff, the better. Because, I mean, I'm 22. It, I didn't realize, like, any of my emotions or any of my feelings till probably sophomore year of college. It took me that long. I just kind of threw everything to the side. Didn't want people to worry. Uh, okay. Stop talking. <laughs> no, bro. No, that, and see, that's what this is for. Like, no fact, like, no cap. Like, I, we all have been through that. Like, we all can say that. And, and that's what makes this. And not, like, this is kind of just, like, not even for the listeners. This is just for these guys in this room. And that's what just makes our group special to me. It's just that. We all, like, we've been through all those rough patches. And, like, either we had done, like, those rough patches individually or we have been through, the, like, those rough patches together. And that just makes, I don't know, I guess that just makes this group so special. Even, like, and and that's why I just don't worry. Like, <laughs> like I care to ask y'all, like, you know, like, what's going on or whatever. But I'm not worried because of just how amazing every one of you guys, like, every single one. Like, all you guys are, like, amazing. So. I appreciate that, man. That's a love right there. Yeah, even throughout the pandemic, like, how we just stayed in touch with each other, man. Like, yeah. just checking in, just seeing how, how everybody was doing. I, I I try to make an effort to do that with all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. We was away for a while. For a while. Man. For a long while. Uh, it was like a year, right? Yeah. Um, going back to that. What, Joe, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll just jump in real quick, and I don't want to parrot too much of what you guys said because everyone's been hitting it on the head. But I think that this just shows, you know, like the power that we each individually have to, you know, to protect and and you know help help our ch- each other and you know our brothers. You know, um, like for me with you guys in this room, um, you know, you guys are a place where I can go to to you know let things out if I need to, or you know to to unwind or whatever. But, you know, it's also should be like reciprocating, you know, so I, I hope that I can be, you know, someone that you guys can come to as well. And I think that goes for everyone in general. You know, you you should you should make an effort, I think, if you can. And I'm not saying to take on everybody's problems because that can be a lot on your mental health as well. But I mean, if Definitely. you can if you can be an ear for somebody, you know, who's might be going through something or who you might not even know if they're going through something or not. Um, just to be an ear for them to listen, you know, listen to what they have going on because that can do a lot for mental health, I think. Yeah, check in on your strong friends, bro. Definitely checking on your strong friends. Uh, There's no such thing as strong or weak friends. Just check on your friends. <laughs> hey, there you go. There you go. I like that. There you go. You hit it on the head with it. Uh, just to throw a couple of facts out there. Um, African-Americans' depressive occurrences are more disabling, persistent, and resistant to treatment than those experienced by whites. Um, Suicide is the third leading cause of death among African-Americans ages 15 to 24, and African-American men are four times more likely to die by suicide than African-American women are. So, you know, reach out for help, man. There's somebody out there that wants to listen and hear your story. You just never know. It's like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm sitting out this semester for like a multitude of reasons, but I realized that uh, like last semester I had a traumatic and just random death of my coach that I didn't realize 
took a big toll out on me until I actually sat back and, and thought about like, dang, you 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 thought you grieved it fully and you were good, but in reality, it was just me shielding it in, and I I see, saw that coming to fruition today, and like realized that okay, this made this was the right decision for me to make. Um, as y'all know, I had a cheer competition today. You know, went to support the home team, and there was a tribute video to our coach, Coach Ricky. So once I saw that, I said, "Okay, I'm good. I'm not gonna hold it. In. I'm gonna stay strong for everybody else, bro." The as soon as the the video came on, I saw his picture. I broke down. Man. So it's like, if you, I mean, everybody, to, to some people out there who feel like they they trying to stay with the the crowd or like. They're comparing yourselves to other people. Don't do that, you know. Everybody's course is different. Everybody's past is different. Some people finish college early. Some people finish college late. If you happen to do it in four years, shit, good. You got it out the mud and you got out of there. But don't beat yourself up if it didn't happen in, in the timeline that you wanted to because that may not be the timeline that's defined and destined for you. Do you have any like advice for anybody that's going through like some mental breakdown or anything right now? Like something they can like do right now to make them feel a little bit better. Um, I say find an outlet, find some kind of outlet to like if you're you don't feel too comfortable with talking to somebody at the moment, or like you you need some way to release this energy, but that doesn't cause harm doesn't cause harm to you or others. Find an outlet. For me, my outlet is music. And I write poetry, and I like to write stories and some other stuff. But you know, but uh, you know, find that outlet for you that that relieves the stress and and puts your mind at ease, but also doesn't cause abuse to you as well. Just to be more specific, you know, find something that that you know that can take you out of these ups and downs. You mean know, pick up a new hobby? You know, you never know what what can happen. Take a walk. Yeah, you know. walking does help, bro. Find Mental. something. Yeah, I picked that up during the pandemic for sure. Find something for real. And um, also like, don't for also like not just you know reach out to people. Like, make sure like if you care for somebody, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to them. Like, if you see that, if you feel like they're going through something or that they need help with something, don't you know be like. Even if they feel like they don't, you know, if they don't need the help or anything, still reach out to them because, you know, if you care for them, you know, just check on them as well. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll drop, check out our, the link in our bio. We'll have some articles put up and, like, some facts for y'all for sure uh, in regards to anything. I mean, if you need help to the students at here at Loyola, if you're comfortable with doing going to therapy, it's a big step for people. For exact, especially in the uh, black community, uh, there's a stigma with us going to therapy and feeling like that this person doesn't know me. This person can help me with, my, with, with what's going on. We have to try to break that cycle for real. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I have a therapist. I'm not afraid to say that I have a therapist. You have a therapist? Yeah, I have a therapist. I've been going to therapy since freshman year. Wow, man. Yeah, uh, go to like? therapy. At least I try to go at least three times a month. Sometimes I get a little off my schedule and I have to like push it back, but I try to make it something necessary. And I just do it over Zoom or on the phone call, you know. Uh, at first, I ain't gonna lie, it was a little a little tricky. I'm like, I don't know this lady. I don't know who you are. I'm not about to pour myself out to you. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. Do you? How do I know you really care? 
you know? And that's just one of those risks that you have to take to get better for yourself. So, you know, and like I know, like in our environment, in our community, it's always like, bring it to God. And I'm never going to diss that because I, 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 I bring my problems to God for answers too. Mm-hmm. But there's also other outlets that you can utilize to help bring it, to help, you know, bring that together and get you together. So, you know, figure out what works for you, man. Yeah. Figure out what works for you. Um, there's a page on Instagram called Express Yourself Black Man that I just followed, and it's kind of interesting if you want to dive deeper into this topic. Okay. But, um, hey, that's all I got to say on mental health, man. But uh, we'll get back to you guys. We're going to take a brief little intermission. Fiends, get the tunes ready, man. Get the tunes ready, man. Sorry, y'all. My voice sounded a little different. I'm a little hoarse. Did a little screaming today. But uh, we'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. still tuned in to the room 303 podcast where else would you rather be than in room 303 and we're back we're back we're back i take a little brief intermission you know room got a little overwhelmed feelings was everywhere but you know we back we back we back and next on to our next segment get the money there's the floor is yours my brother segment i want to just highlight a few things you know i want to start off like with your foundation like well where you're at and assess your situation and how how you would be able to build that type of wealth or that that type of money that you would want to achieve you know i don't know if anybody has a certain number in mind you know what i'm saying to reach or like they want to do something for their family uh Mm -hmm. break a generational curse or something like that hell yes like I feel like everybody should assess that first first and foremost. Did anybody want to uh, chime in on that? So, uh, in regards to generational curses, that can definitely in, in uh, aspects of money. But once you break that generational curse, I know for me one of those is my mom and my dad. I'm a first-gen college student. Um, my grandmother and my grandparents on both sides, I would be the first grandkid to graduate college. So uh, that's one curse I want to break. Where's the applause, man? Where's, where's I don't applause? know where the applause button is, man. <laughs> but nah, we could just clap, bro. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's always been, like, growing up, I've always been uh, the, the person that was like, you're going you gonna to get this family out of this mud on both sides. You're going to you gonna, you gonna be the you gonna be the one that gets us to the top, 
whether you bring us with you or not, but you're going to be the one that's going to be like, look, this our namesake. It's breaking that curse, bro. Uh, I got I have seven younger siblings, so they Jeez. all looking up to me. So it's it's some it's some huge steps to breaking them curses, but right mindset gonna get you a long way for sure. Definitely, yeah. Like off what you saying, like how your family was looking at you, like you was the one that's the same way. Like they felt that felt like that I was special, you know, with sports, you know, and academics. They always felt like I was I was just on gonna be on that right track to bringing them to to top or wherever. Anybody else? I'll speak on it a little bit. Um, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say I come from a family where you know, there's necessarily like, you know, generational curses because, you know, like both my parents went to college and grad school and all of that. But for me, you know, I'm still, I feel, you know, just as motivated to, to work hard and to, you know, pursue my degree, pursue, you know, career, um, get the money, you know, pursue that, that freedom that comes with the money because, you know, I feel like, they've provided such a good example of, you know, how to do it, how to go about it. And, and they did it in a time when it was probably, you know, more difficult, you know, going to college in the 1970s as, you know, a black man and woman. That's, you know, that's nothing to, to be, you know, that's, 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 that's something serious. That's a real accomplishment. And so for me, you know, my motivation is just to, to keep pushing to, to do it as big as they did it, if not bigger. And, you know, that, that's where I come from, I guess. Um, so I guess with the whole get the money topic, uh, I have to edit this out. Get the money. But um, uh, so I guess like, kind of break it down. I guess from like last year, uh, I was you know, I believed in that kind of like I guess that motive to you know you gotta get the money and all that, and even with like the generational curses and stuff. But I. Over the break, uh, I don't know, I kind of had a, like an enlightened period where, I don't know, it was, it was really just this talk that me and my sister was having, and she was kind of like, I'm not going to, you know, get in personal business, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, basically, like, putting a lot of pressure on yourself to go get it is a lot, and, and it kind of goes back to mental health, too, and, like, being able to, like, I have to go get it every day, and you kind of, like, lose yourself a little bit. Because you're trying to go get the money and try to, you know, <clears throat> you know, break generational curses and all that. And not knowing how much that, like, that yeah, that, weigh, that yeah. weighs on you. And, like, I believe, and it's like, what was that question with the uh, get the money or passion thing? I mean, it's, it's not on there. Yeah, yeah but, you know, it's like mm-hmm. something like that that the other podcasts were uh, discussing. I just believe that you should, it shouldn't be a choice of that or uh it shouldn't even be a question of that because you can get the money and the passion but like uh, how do i i don't know like like i'm saying you gonna have to edit this because i'm trying to understand yeah it's really trying to put this together but uh, what i was saying earlier is just about your foundation you know where where you can uh and i and I, i agree with that but uh i think we shouldn't especially like the ages we are now we have a long way to go and we shouldn't just pressure ourselves to go get the money, but we definitely and not pr- like don't not go get the money. What I'm saying is like don't pressure yourself to go get it because it's going to be there for you, especially with the age and time we are in now. Because if y'all just look at the jobs and just how many people are like, and like it's a lot of jobs opening, it's a lot of and like it's a lot of money, even with like due to like the inflations and all that going on, like it's a lot of money on the table, and uh. I just believe that 
don't don't pressure yourself or worry about getting the money because it's gonna happen but stay like stay in the moment stay positive because it's gonna come like even like this um <laughs> this reel i saw with steve harvey he was like man if you ain't if you ain't waking up at two like i don't get no sleep because i gotta get this money like who <laughs> like that's like like that's not a good way of thinking because like bro like you're you're hurting yourself because you need to sleep like that's yeah, a human thing money money is like is paper so like we gotta like start understanding like you gotta um they have to have, there has to have a balance yeah it's it's gotta break this uh comparing the con the concrete things to the abstract things like we gotta like start taking more um attention to like the emotions and stuff that deals with like going get the money because like i don't know like you you miss out on yourself because you're trying to like you know go get this money instead of just trying to like i don't know like like you miss out on yourself because you go get the money instead of trying to find yourself. I guess in a way. Okay. If that's like the easiest way I can break it down. Okay. I feel like so much of that goes back to like just the constant like comparing yourself, you know, to just other people. That and right. that's just part of just our society like today and you know being online. Like you can just go on Instagram and see you know thousands of people literally our age who've already got watches, chains money cars houses and all of that and you know it makes you feel like you've got to have it right now exactly. too otherwise right. you're behind and that's not true everything you know everybody works on their own time just like Darrell has said just like everybody said so far in this podcast you know but you've got to trust that and you've got to trust your grind and what you're doing and, and you know put your trust and, and faith in your path and you know just believe that what what's for you is coming for you down the road but it just takes that you know that focus and, and trust in yourself you know, stop looking at what other people are doing, what they're spending money on, what they're buying. It, it'll all be there for you in the future. It's coming, I promise. Facts. And just kind of go back to what you, you know, your goal for uh, 2020, uh, for 2022. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's for your goal for 2022 with, like, you know, uh, not going, chasing after it, just letting it come to you. Because it's going to come. Like, don't, like, don't worry about it. Whatever you're worrying about, a problem is going to come, like. I mean, the solution of it's gonna come, so you don't have to worry about that money. The money's gonna be there. I promise. I guess for me, it's just about financial freedom. Just something that I've always wanted. I mean, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I've had money, and I've blown money a lot of times. Uh, guess if putting yourself in a place where you can have enough money to be able to do your passion and it's not necessarily like a financial risk okay um i don't know man i, I feel like you're asking the wrong person because i get no bro i just i want to hear by perspective on this no right or wrong yeah bro there is exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly what you just said, Ryan. There is no right or wrong answer to getting the money versus you know your passion or whatever. It, the right answer is the answer that you choose. Because at the end of the day, as long as you're satisfied with what you did, all right. There's no certain level of money or houses or cars that you have to reach in life to have lived a successful life. Facts. It's it's really that's what it's like like is. 
it's the whole thing of just knowing like it's just knowing who you are and you feel like getting the money is like who you are then get the money if you don't feel like that's who you are then don't get the money because it's some kids that come to like mm, keep it a buck it's some kids that come to college to get the money and it's some kids that come to college just to find their uh their passion so um i'm gonna keep it a buck i came to college to kind of get the money i didn't really find my passion but like i are and the thing is like i already know my passion and it just took a minute to kind of just realize it but yeah i already know my passion and it has nothing to do with like what i'm going to do to get the money but it's definitely something that i'm always going to have and utilize it to my best of the ability and that's something else like your passion isn't your passion doesn't cost <laughs> it's not oh. it doesn't cost at all so it's not like something that you it's not a, like an expense you have to pay for it's just um something you you ha- you have deep inside of you and you just got to be able to realize it and utilize it yeah like like off what ryan was saying like even with tech bro like you, you know my i'm kind of like deep into that right now and like i'm trying to position myself into that inter- into that industry within these next few months to years you know what i'm saying so i just wanted to be able to have that financial freedom and i'm looking at uh, these other people that that are doing that and i want to reach that point so that's what i want to do that's one more thing i'll say too is you know the goal of getting the money isn't to isn't to have money it's it's to have the financial freedom and to have the freedom to do with your money and with your time the things that you would want to do with it rather than to be, you know, stuck paying, you know, paying back debt or, you know, whatever it may be. The goal, like, like for me as a, as a finance student, my goal isn't to, you know, learn how to make a ton of money, you know, by investing or trading options or whatever it may be. My goal in school is to, is to pick up this, you know, set of skills that I can use in turn, you know, throughout my career to sort of set myself up to have that kind of financial freedom to the point where, I, you know, hopefully the goal is I won't have to work until, you know, I'm 60 something and then have to retire. You know, the goal is to work a little, to invest. And, you know, we got to edit this part too. <laughs> Good, bro. But, um, the goal is retiring in our 30s, man. Yeah, exactly. No, really, the goal is to like retire in my 30s. But, you know, that may happen, may not. But, as long as you know you're when you're going through it all going through life and this whole journey bro i think as long as you're just like enjoying it and learning along the way and finding value in what you're doing i think that's that is the value not the money it's it's what you get out, get out of the, the the whole path of life yeah if that makes any sense I'm yeah um another thing in order to get what we want there's some sacrifices you have to take for sure um Sacrifices, sacrifices, sacrifices. Whether that be with missing out on some, I know I've missed out on some valuable family moments. I'm missing out on something this this coming up soon. You know, mm-hmm. uh, had a couple people pass away, missed out on you know. But it's like you you can't put your life on hold for too long. Yeah, like yeah, we have our our downfalls and stuff like that. But one, you just gotta realize you gotta get back on your feet because you may stop. But the world gonna keep moving. Definitely. And it's gonna leave you, you know. But uh, in regards to sacrifices, not just with 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 missing out on events with family or like going out and stuff like that. It's also sacrifices with you personally. Like you gotta sacrifice some. Like you gotta sacrifice the goodies. I mean, you gotta in order to get this money and to break these curses and to keep 
moving forward and being who you are and retire by 30, you got to put yourself first. You got to think your health, yeah. mental, physical, physically, emotionally, bro, you know, we love some chips, but sometimes you got to throw them back, put them back, you know. Yeah. I love me some chicken, but sometimes you got to <laughs> look like maybe I should air fry today instead of putting in the deep fryer or something. Yeah. You know, sacrifices, bro. And that goes into, like, this next topic we're going to talk about, like, the marginal enjoyment to, like, you know, the dopamine hits that we get on the daily. Like, what you guys feel like uh, that's, like, maybe, like, a dopamine hit to, hit to y'all? Like, something quick that we get, like, maybe, like, scrolling through Instagram for a period of time, you know? Or... Scrolling on TikTok for hours. So something, like, that you just do shouldn't be doing yeah or like watching something on netflix for like three four hours video games video games um <laughs> i don't know i don't think i have i don't have okay i just feel like the stuff the the things i do isn't because uh i don't know i don't i, don't, I think my stuff I don't think I don't think none of us still like scrolling through TikTok. I think is is necessary. All that stuff is necessary. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because like y'all, like you might be feeling down that day or something, and you can just like scroll on your phone. I'm just talk, I'm just, yeah. I'm just talking about in general. But but I was, yeah yeah. I don't understand. I don't think I have. Like, <laughs> okay. That's what I'm saying. Like okay. that's what I feel like. I so to get a, a better grasp of what you're saying, basically, something that it's like a habit that we do that's not. Particularly bringing some kind of wealth to us personally, or, or value, or, or you know, value what I'm to us personally. Yeah, she. Yeah, I feel like everything that I do brings value. Okay, I feel like sometimes I just, I, sometimes I just don't want to do nothing. Yeah, like, it be like that. Just, I'm like that. Sometimes yeah, I just sometimes. don't want to do anything. I, I don't feel like there's something that that we do that just damn. Like, why are you doing this? Like, you could be doing something. Like, somebody be like the the little TikTok thing. Yeah, but like if you put that much effort into a job, you could <laughs> <laughs> you could do a lot more. Y'all remember that commercial? Be like, what are you doing? Sit on your couch. <laughs> ICDC college, <laughs> but like sitting on your couch, you watching TV. <laughs> pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. But like, there's I I feel like there's no reasonable way to to measure something like that. Unless you just deliberately just sitting on your ass day by day not doing nothing. Yeah, I'm, I'm and not don't saying. edit that out. Do not edit that part out. And don't edit this out either. You the, you deliberately just sitting on your ass not doing nothing. You just like <laughs> in this in this circle right here, and this ain't for everybody. But I know for a fact in this circle right here, we gonna do something productive. Yeah, we gonna get lazy. Yeah, we gonna get to bed. But the mindsets we have. Something, something gonna pop off. We gonna, we gonna do something that's gonna, that's gonna bring that wealth to us. You know. Yeah, definitely, bro. What you got next for us, man? I'm, I'm locked and loaded. Uh, we locked and loaded. Let's go. You hear this, people? We locked and loaded. I hope y'all are too. All right. Um, my, our next thing. Um, what about like your diet and your idle time? Like, like, do you guys listen to, like any podcasts or anything? Or anything like music, anything that could get you motivated for uh, something. Just straight music. Music. I just stay. Like, if you see me, I'm just listening to music. Yeah, same. <laughs> and there's honestly times where I like will go for like a few days sometimes and just not even listen to music, but just be listening to podcasts. Just yeah. like, just I don't know, just to switch it up a little bit. But it's sort of like 
the same way that you can put on music and then do homework or just have it in the background for whatever you're doing, you can put on a podcast and, and listen to something. But, you know, when you do that, you can they got a podcast about anything. So you could listen to something about, you know, finances or news, just mm-hmm. talking a podcast like us. You can listen to Room 303 podcast on your free time if you want to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so I, I feel like. Yeah, that's something I do to just kind of switch it up a little bit, um, you know. But, yeah, like you said, all of that, like, factors into your diet and that factors into your mental health. You know, it's not just about what you eat and, you know, that factors into your health, but also about what you're listening to and, and how, what you're thinking, what, how you're speaking to yourself. Um, all of that, I think, goes into mental health. So, um, For me, I, I love music. I try to put myself on a different array of genres, but R and B and soul and you know nineties and throwback that's just it's just in my spirit. Mm-hmm. But besides music, another thing I do in my idle time is, is I I've started reading again. I like uh, that. I was an avid reader younger. I love books. Same. But you know, as you get older you find yourself occupied with some other stuff. And now that I have more, like a little bit more free time, because I'm still booked and busy. But you know, uh, my my latest read has been James Baldwin, The Fire Next Time. Um, I really suggest it. S- strong, powerful book. Shout out to Professor Heath for putting me on, man. Ryan Scott. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best English black English professors, Shout and out. he's a man at Loyola New Shout Orleans. Out to you know? Shout out to Professor Heath, man. He's a real good. But uh, you know. Reading, music, and meditation and stretching, you know? Yeah, that's true. Got to stay loose. Got to keep the joints good. So that, that's really what I do in my idle time. When I'm when I'm locked up in my room and y'all don't hear from me for maybe like an hour or a day. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm, I'm in there doing work. You just, hey. But. Yeah. I like working out too, bro. That brings me brings some, some clarity to me too, bro. I like working out. Like, I try to go three, four days out the week, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes life does get crazy and I slack off, but I I like to do that. I also draw a little bit too. That's one like something to do. But that I do that with the music, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just something with music is uh it's just like a therapy to me. Yeah. Especially just like also just not staying with one genre of music too. Like yeah. you, like, you know, move around a little bit, you get to kinda of see different um Different styles and different, I guess, like different pictures, like, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'll say one other thing that I at least used to like to do, but can't really at this point anymore. Um, you know, for reasons. But um, swimming is something that used to really help me. I think with like my mental space because I was, you know, on the swim team through, you know, a lot of growing up, middle school, high school. And so by the time I got to high school, my practices would be like two and a half, three hours. And most of that time, you know, you're literally just swimming up and down the pool, you know, doing drills or strokes or whatever you're doing. But so just having like that sort of extended time where you're not really doing anything but thinking is like crazy, you know, like just have that much time to go through everything in your head, you know, your whole day, go through what you've got going on, what's coming up. Um, just that time to think is really is, is something crazy. And I, I feel like it's rare now that I have two or three hours straight to just think and, um, or, you know, where nothing else is going on. So, I mean, of course, I'm practicing and, and focused on that, too. But that's something that I do miss having. Yeah, bro. Like, I feel like always being busy, I, it could hinder you in a way. I feel like that time to actually just sit down and just 
think or just, you know, do what you like to do could help you in, like, work wonders. It could help you create ideas for something else you would like like to do or, like, maybe just, just bring some peace to you. That's what it's all about. For sure. I mean, that's all I got for that topic. Uh, yeah, that's all I got, too, man. <laughs> that's it for me. Um, this uh, this next one it will be like bringing to, bringing the team to the top with you. What you guys think could help anybody that like bring you know what skills resources you could bring to a circle of of individuals. Um. So first, I would say this like uh, bringing people to the top is kind of like a shaky thing because you got some people that do want to go. You got some people that you know. Wanted, who's, who's satisfied with like where they're at and that's not nothing wrong because you know we, um, we all yeah sorry y'all the mic but anyway <laughs> uh, yeah I, it's a shaky topic because you know you got people that you know who who wants you know to go all the way you got people that don't and um, how do I put this you might have to edit this part out you know you can't bring everybody to the top we gotta realize that Cause the more you you can't oh this is uh this is quote you can't you can't save somebody unless you save yourself so you gotta be able to save yourself before you can even like you know save anybody else. So what you talking about, Ryan, is like the allegory of the cave, basically, where the guy got free of his chains, went outside, saw like nature and sunlight and everything, and he tried to tell his friends that were with him, but they didn't believe him and they didn't want to go out there with him to see if it was true or not and I guess to relate that to that topic I mean some people don't I mean obviously they do want to go to the top but some people just don't believe they can do it and I feel like those people that are stuck in that mindset you just gotta leave them behind I guess yeah um Everybody not meant to go to the top of you, you know. Though that that comes to the light fairly, not not immediately, you know. But there's certain people who are meant to stay at certain levels with you. There's surface level, and then there's the deep level, the core. So in regards to going to the top, some people are meant to to not even be in that that field with you. They're not on your level. Boom, cut them out. And if you can't immediately do that, some way, some way or shape or form, it's going to happen, whether you like it or not. You That's one thing you, you have to realize, that people are not going to want to see you succeed. You're going to have some snakes. You're going to have some people praying on your downfall. But keep persevering, you know. But, like, those people who who want who are rooting for you and who want to see you do good and who, who want to get put on game, like, bro, I'm trying to – I and I hate this. I'm trying to get like you. <laughs> surpass me, bro. Like surpass me in your own way. Or like, shit, do what you gotta do. But in regards to going to the top of the game, every member of your gang ain't gonna be ain't gonna be down to going to the top. Not all the time. Sometimes you do have that. We bless. But you know, it's it's not worth it, man. I mean, I, I, there's some people who I thought would be in my life forever, you know, from from babies. Mm-hmm. But as I as you get older, and you progress, and you you start realizing, like, dang, dude, or girl, she she might not be, you know, she maybe she's hindered me from my blessing. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe she's hindering me from succeeding or becoming who to who I truly want to become. And that's where you set up your boundaries. You know, like, yeah, yeah, we cool. We may not be cool. But like this is where we at. This is this is how our relationship works. Please respect my boundaries. If there's something that you don't agree with or we can't come to terms about it, or you don't respect it, then hey, I'm sorry, but I gotta release you. Release those people who don't mean any good to you. They're just slowing you down. They just they just holding up the flight for everybody else. We trying to get off, you know. We trying to go to the top, bro. We trying to take off. And and if you have these 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 dead weights, these crash dummies, like Darius always say, <laughs> that's that's not meant to to be there in these in these bettering times or these developing times. You know, let them go. It's gonna hurt. Damn right, it's gonna hurt. But you know, put yourself first, as we said earlier. It's gonna work out, man. You you find that those strong group of people, you you know when you have that group of people who who are down for down for the ride, and it may not be, and you know you want it to be somebody you've been knowing all your life, but shit, it could be somebody you met yesterday. It could be somebody you met in the airport. You know, it could be a coworker. You just, just those people who want to see you good, do good. They're gonna come into your life, and they're gonna stay there. And always remember. Some people are not meant to be in your life forever. It's a time period. It's a lesson. You know? It's it's called seasons. It's seasons. People are people are meant to be with you for a certain season. They may not last with you in every season. They may be with you in this season and leave the next and maybe come back. But, you know, if they're not helping you blossom in your season, regardless, release it. That's all I got to say. Release it. And that's my TED Talk. Thank y'all for coming. Um, there's a quote I heard. I don't know where I heard it, and I don't know if I got the words right, but they said your biggest supporter could be somebody that you just met, like, yesterday. Probably somebody, like, you don't even know in real life. And then they also said that your biggest hater is somebody that you know. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. And, you know, had somebody I called a best friend before, more like a brother to me. You know, we hanging out every day, growing up every day. Our, our, our mom was growing like they, they, we, we basically blood. We can't get no closer than this. And as I started getting older, I was like, dang, bro, might not be good for me. I, I started getting in a little trouble. Uh, started doing some stuff that you know, like I ain't got no business doing this. Direct, this is not you, you know. And, and I'm not talking about nothing like crazy, just some stuff that you know. My parents, what? I mean, dude, come on now, you know better. And it was it was really hard for me to release him, you know. But that's somebody I looked up at, looked up to. But I realized that we was on two different paths, and his his time with me was expiring. Just had to let it go, you know. What was the uh, what was the moment you realized you needed to let him go? Um, the moment I realized I needed to let him go was right before uh, high school. Well, freshman year of high school. You know, you you want to help somebody, you want to see them do good, you want to bring your team to the top. But like we said, bro wasn't ready to go to the top, and I was ready to fly up there. I was on a roll. You know, I'm putting everybody on game like. We got this, we got that. I'm trying to help you with everything. Like make sure my team is well fed. Yeah. But bro wanted to do his own thing, so I released him. 
everything. You do what you want to do. I do what I want to do. And I'm saying this to not put a negative connotation or to talk down on it, but just as an example, you know. I had to release him. He wasn't doing no good for me. It was like I was a. It was just a weight off my shoulders once I let it go, you know. So yeah. Yeah, I had the same situation as you, Darrell. Like, but the moment I realized it was like before we was about to leave for college. Like, it was crazy. We had a talk, and I was, and like I, I've never really heard from him after that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I maybe we maybe texted a couple times, but other than that, I really didn't. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. But yeah, it was. It's just for a season, man. Like how Darrell was saying, people are only in your life for for seasons. Only for a season, man. Only for a season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bringing the team to the top. Recognize your team. Recognize who's in your corner. Recognize who just does it. Be in your business. You know who it is. Release those people. Let them go. <laughs> Let them go. Set my people free, man. <laughs> Set my people free. But yeah, anybody else want to spit spit some stuff? I just want to say, and we can edit this out if y'all want to, but how many podcasts do you know of where you can talk about rappers who cap and Plato's Allegory of the Cave all in the same episode, bro? Bro, I, I know this song familiar. I know it wasn't tripping. I don't know. We're different for that one, y'all. I, I, I that's crazy. Uh, click the applause button. Hold on, Please. hold on. I mean, this is only our second episode, dog. And we're only in the second episode, man. The sky's the limit for this group, bro. More to come, man. More to come. <laughs> But, more, uh, more content on the way. More content on the way. And we mean it this time. Okay. <laughs> we did hours up there. It's night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's about to be seven. Uh, before we leave, though, um, I'm having an event February 24th. Uh, shout out if you're listening. Even if you're not a Loyola student, you can still uh, look at it at Untitled, no Untitled Art. Uh, it's going to be February 24th. It's an African Art Expo. And um, it's just being able to uh, get people to be more exposed to different art instead of just the European art and American art. So uh, check it out. It's going to be February 24th, 7 to 9, the opening night. It's going to have uh, gonna have an artist perform and you're going to be able to like see art and stuff. So it's going to be amazing. Um, and Check it out. It's going to be down in Dana Center. What's the, it's called like the art room. The gallery room? Yeah, it's going to be an art gallery room. So check it out. Leave your Instagram so that you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can contact me at my Instagram. I might respond. R Y N underscore S C T T. said I might respond. <laughs> Good job, team. Um, I don't want the Rams to win. <laughs> I do like the uh, I do like the players, but so I think it's just because it's L.A. Right, Joe wins. Mike Gross would be lit. Joe you know, Burrow, bro. Y'all think he gonna come down here? <laughs> hey, bro. I'll, he, might. <laughs> he might. He might. He just might, man. I think he might come down. He here. just might. He might, bro. He, everybody loves him in the city. Man, we should. They should got him down here, man. March Madness gonna be down here too. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, April. Yeah, <laughs> April. bro. This gonna be lit. <laughs> Culver City. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that too. Yeah, make sure you stay social distancing. <laughs> got my booster.
Still in a pandemic. We still in a pandemic. Still in the panoramic, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Good team. Good job, team. Good job, Good job fellas. And I'm gonna jump in here one more time. Yeah, hit it for, <laughs> for the one time. One time for the one time. Since we're not gonna talk about the Super Bowl, I'm gonna just drop. For all right, so you know, if y'all in Louisiana, you know that sports betting just dropped uh, about you know a week or so ago. I'm not here to promote betting or gambling or anything like that. What I am here to do, though, is to discuss sports. And so here I have some picks for a parlay for the Super Bowl that I want to share with you guys. You know, maybe we come back and revisit this after the Super Bowl when the podcast is out. And, uh, you know, if the picks went through, you just know that your boy made some money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I've got the Cincinnati Bengals at plus four. So basically the Bengals have to come within four points at the end of the game. Um, I've got under 48 and a half points total between the two teams. I've got Cooper Cup to score anytime and Odell to score at any time. All four of those go through. A ten dollar bet turns into like a thousand bucks or something. So. Uh, what? What? Yeah. How much? Jeez. Let me. I'm gonna put it in right now. Man. Ten dollars would win five twenty three. And what? Twenty would win a thousand. Damn. And what app is that? This is FanDuel. FanDuel. And this is on the FanDuel Sports app. Hey. 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 I'm just saying. Bengals have covered their spread every game in the postseason so far. Jeez. Joe, I'm on. I'm on both championship LA, games came under. I think. I think both of them were under on the point total. Cooper Cup been scoring like crazy. So we. So since we're basically going to talk about who do y'all have winning the uh, Super Bowl? I'm gonna say this one. Uh, I got the Rams winning, but I have the Bengals covering. You got. You got the Bengals. I wish the Bengals would win, but I feel like LA's got it. I don't think they're going to give it to the Joey, bro. Really? I don't think they're going to give it to him. Not for his first year. To me, personally, it's going to be the Bengals. And I'm going I'm to be keeping it real. If y'all just look, and this is just like the the special formula for all <laughs> like Super Bowl winning teams. Look at like what they did. Like the route they took. Like all the teams that they faced. Underdog. Were uh, highly qualified teams. And then not only did their offense win the game, some mm-hmm. – uh, some games the defense showed up, won the game, and then you had their kicker who was winning the game. So every point, every part of their team is performing. The Rams, I'ma just say, like, they're a good team. And I do want Odell and Matt to get some get a ring, but like they're they you can see it. Some of the games they were really lacking with just the performance. So I'm just saying, it seems like this is just a Bengals win. I'm gonna keep it buck. <laughs> It will be interesting. Um, I was going to say um, is the reason why you're picking the Bengals because their, their little postseason run here kind of – it reminds at least me of the Eagles when they went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. And what did we do? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> now, <laughs> for me, it's and – I'm, and I'm there. I Trust me. I, I totally want to see Joe Burrow go out and do it. But, man, it's, it's hard to look past, like, just the Rams' entire organization from coaching staff to – players to like talent Aaron Donald bro they've just got they talent on talent on talent man it's crazy like they clearly went all in to get to the Super Bowl the season they made it I it's just that it looks tough to stop who okay who did the the Bengals play the Titans they played the Raiders first the Raiders played the Titans after that Titans, played the Chiefs after Chiefs that. after that all teams that are basically similar to the Rams they have beaten I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying because the Raiders had a killer D line. The 
Kansas City had a killer offense, and the Titans had a killer run game and a killer uh, defense. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Ever since Joe Burrow got knocked down that game, bro, he's been winning. This man don't know how to lose. I'm gonna keep it up. He don't know how to lose. Aaron Donald is gonna be on his. You know what though? So no, and that's the thing. He's this whole season has built up to that pressure because if you his O line has not shown up to none of these games, so he's no, he's used to the pressure and he's gonna get it done. I'm gonna keep it up, but. I really hope he does, but <laughs> I mean, look at Joe. You, <laughs> you're trying at, to convince yourself. I'm not even trying to convince. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out here. Hear me out here. Look at what happened to Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, probably the best quarterback that we've seen, with a with an, a decent to bad O line in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. We saw what happened. Uh, was it like a year, maybe two years ago, when he went to the Super Bowl and which just spent the entire game just running around. Mm. You know, just running literally like 50 yards of play behind the line of scrimmage to get away from the defensive pressure because his O line just wasn't there for him. That Joe Burrow, that's you can't win a game like that you, against Von Miller and Aaron Donald. You're talking, you're talking about two completely different teams. Kansas Man. City. If you looked at the Kansas City postseason road and what they did that year, they was like wiping. They was washing teams. They weren't even like they was even like in, they didn't have competition. This team had competition the first game they got on that field. So I I I just can't see the Rams winning this game. Even though, like like I said, I want I really want Odell. I want Matt to get one because I've been a fan of Matt since he got out. And he was really good, but uh, I just can't see like Joe Burrow losing this. And that's just he this like you can tell like even from like when he was with LSU. This is this is, all of this is like coming together. If y'all just like just put the pieces together, this is. This is going to be a good Super Bowl. Yeah. It's been a minute since we had one of these because we've been having the Patriots, <laughs> Tom Brady in them all. So it's been a minute since we had a good Super Bowl, so I'm ready for it. Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> definitely something to watch on Sunday, bro. And I think that's it, boys. You want to wrap it up? Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Room 303 podcast. Where else would you rather be than in Room 303? See you later, people. All right.